Good morning. Here's what I'm going to talk about today. Fear. Let's talk about fear today. I had a dream and the Lord taught me a lot in this dream. And um, it really helped me a lot. So I'm going to tell you the dream. Okay. In the dream, I was in an airport in Canada. I don't know why it was Canada. I wonder if they have stricter gun laws in Canada and you can't easily get a gun. I'm not entirely sure, but I was in Canada at an airport and there was this man chasing me to kill me. He hated me. He was a bald man and he was going to kill me and I'm running and the Canadian police grab him, but they put Velcro handcuffs on him. And I'm standing there and I'm saying to the police, he's going to get out of that. And they're like, no, no. I mean, he's, he's good. He's not going to go anywhere. And I'm seeing him wiggle out of them. I, they're not seeing this. And I take off running again because he's about to be free and he hates me. He wants to kill me and I'm scared. And so I take off running and the police are looking at me like, what are you doing? And then he's free and here he comes chasing me again. And again, they catch him and they put him in Velcro handcuffs. And this whole thing uh, repeats a third time, three times. And that means confirmation. That is confirmation. Three times he comes after me. Now, this last time, the police aren't doing it. They're not keeping me safe. And I was, the last time he came after me, I was so tired of running and being scared of him that I just started swinging at him. These weren't like awesome karate punches. I was just flailing my arms at him. I just wanted it to stop. I had no designs to kill him, to arrest him. I just was flailing my hands at him, wanting to stop. I find myself on top. He's on the ground. I'm over him and I'm punching his head. I really just wanted him to stop. And then I realize he's dead. And I look and there's holes in his head. And I, and I realize that on the ring finger of my right hand, there's a ring on that has like a, a small tower. I mean, it's like two, two and a half inches tall. It's like this tall cylinder. And unbeknownst to me, as I was punching him, just trying to get him to stop, this thing was killing him. It was going into his head and it was killing him. And, and that's when I woke up. So as I was interpreting the dream and asking the Lord about it, I kept thinking about that ring. I found that ring in antiquity. It is a really, really old Jewish wedding ring. And it was most likely um, used by um, the people in the village for the purposes of the wedding. Uh, it wasn't something that you kept on your finger. It was something that was shared and it has a temple. It's a ring and it and it's silver and it has a temple on top of it. Well, this one happened to be really tall and I couldn't believe I found it. And I didn't know why it was on my right hand because the wedding ring goes on your left hand. Well, it turns out in Judaism, the ring is supposed to be on the right hand. And when they do their weddings, they do put it on the right hand. A lot of them will switch it to the left because that's what everybody else does. But it's really the right hand. So this is what the dream showed me. Regular authority, regular police are not going to stop fear. It was fear that was coming after me. 
That's what this was. It was all about fear coming after me. It is a demon and it does go after you. And it, it takes advantage when you watch something scary, when you watch the news, it takes full advantage. It comes in and it just keeps those things rolling in your head. It is fear. Velcro was not doing it. It kept, I kept, I might've stopped it for a little bit with my prayers, but it was coming back. It was coming back. And so I finally turned around to fight it instead of running. I turned around to fight and I was just swinging. I wasn't, I, I had no finesse. I had no training. I was just swinging and I was upset and I wanted it to stop. What killed it? It was, it was the ring. The ring killed fear. It was the covenant. It was the marriage covenant between me and Jesus. It was the covenant that killed fear. I thought that that was really, really interesting. And all I had to do was just start swinging. That is what I walked away from the dream. That was the wisdom that I walked away with. Just start swinging at it. Ignoring demons is like ignoring fire ants on your feet. You know what fire ants do? They crawl up on your foot, but they don't bite you yet. I'm pretty sure this is fire ants, by the way. I could be wrong. could be a different kind. We have them here in Texas. They crawl up on your foot and your leg, and then they all bite at the same time. So you don't even know they're there. And then it's a coordinated attack. So ignoring demons is like ignoring fire ants. The coordinated attack is coming. You, but you know, they're just, they're getting in place. If you don't, if you don't deal with them, they're all getting in place for a coordinated attack. You got to deal with them. So fear, here's how I personally deal with fear. There's, there's, here's my theory. There's two kinds of fear. Well, this is just my theory on what I've dealt with. There's fear that something happened. Somebody pulled out in front of you in traffic. You almost got in a car accident. Something super scary happened. It was a moment. You were in fear. You get over it. You move on. That's, that's one. And then there's merry-go-round fear. It goes around and around and around and around. Or you can call it roller coaster fear that never ends. It just keeps going around. It just keeps popping up again and again and again. To me, there's the demon. The demon is the merry-go-round fear because he won't shut up. He keeps coming back. It's not a one time, it's not a one-off. He keeps coming back. So then what I'm gonna do is I, I'm wondering where who opened the door? obviously it was me. How did I open the door to this demon? Where did it come from? Where did it begin? And so I'm going to start praying. I'm going to start asking the Lord and whatever comes up, I'm going to start repenting and casting out, repenting and casting out. Because if that demon is tormenting me somewhere, the door was opened, could have been generational, could have been my parents, in which case I will intercede on their behalf and ask the Lord to forgive them and shut that door could be something I did as a kid. I'm going to repent and ask the Lord to shut that door. Um, I, I'm going to go after what rights. Why does this thing have a right to hang out with me? And it could take a while to figure it out, or it could be a couple of times and you figure it out. Sometimes it's pretty quick. Sometimes it takes me a while. The, the Holy Spirit has to get work through layers <laughs> so I can figure out where this thing, where this thing came from and how to get rid of it. So, the, the podcast I did on walking through repentance, that is what I personally do when the Lord shows me something has a right in your life. I walk through that, the thing on repentance. 
and I cast it out and I get rid of it. And then you have to, you have to take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. You just have to, because it's going to come back and it's going to tempt you to get back into fear. You're going to turn on the news. Bam. There you go. You're going to be flipping through Facebook or Instagram or Twitter and the, some video is just going to pop up and bam, you're back in fear. It's really quick. So you have to protect your eyes, protect your ears. Um, you got to protect yourself because they're tricky. They don't like you. They, they hate you. I don't really have a, uh, anything, anyone that hates me in my life. I don't have that. And if they do hate me, I don't know about it. In my life, there's no one in my life that just wishes me harm and evil all the time. So I don't have a frame of reference for how much I'm hated by these things. Um, maybe I will one day, but if, right now I just have to imagine someone that just hates me, has no desire for my good, has real, real big desire for my harm. That's, that's really where they're at. They just want to harm me. However, the Lord prepares a table for me in the presence of my enemies. I am sitting at a table in the middle of a group of, of um, demons who hate my guts and want my death. And yet I sit at this table with Jesus and they can't touch me because he prepares a table for me in the presence of my enemies. And that is where I sit. I'm not getting up from that table. So that was just a quick walkthrough on um, start paying attention to the merry-go-round things that go around and around and around and you just can't get past it. That thing has a right and somewhere there's an open door in your life that you opened at some point and lucky for us believers in Christ, all we got to do is repent, ask forgiveness. We're forgiven because Jesus died on the cross and cast it out. And then, and then you, and meet with the Lord. You've got to meet with the Lord. You've got to find some time to meet with the Lord. He will use anything you give him. If you read the Bible, um, those, those scriptures will start popping off the page. And they will mean something to you. Um, get a journal. I have a journal that I use. I made it myself. I made my own journal uh, for my own walk. And if I'm reading a scripture and it sort of means something to me, I won't go past it. I will stop and I will read it over several times and I will write it in my journal and then I'll write down my thoughts on this scripture. This is sort of what I'm thinking about this scripture. Um, it, that is how the Lord started speaking to me and how I started hearing him is in my journal. I would write down a scripture. I might write down just, you know, Matthew chapter one, verses one through five and just start writing them, write the scripture on the journal. And then as I go, I think I have an interesting thought about this sentence. So I will write down my interesting thought and, and expound on that. And where does that thought go? And a lot of times I will look back in my journal and I will think, wow, that was really cool. I think that was from God. So it really, for me, it was writing it down because when you write, it slows your brain down when you write. Uh, if you're listening to something, it doesn't slow my brain down to listen to something. I need to slow my brain down. And so writing out words slows my brain down and it gives me time to hear. It's really important to me. 
So I know that was a lot of information. I, I pray, Lord, for anybody listening to this right now, I pray for them. And I pray that if they are on a merry-go-round and a demon has rights in their life, Lord, you will show them, you will point it out, and they will just start swinging. If they are in covenant with you, all they have to do is just start swinging. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.